Do you ever wonder what it's like on the other side of the couch? Do you ever get curious about the conversations therapists have with one another? Or are you a therapist who loves to hear others talk about our work? If the answer is yes to any of these, you're in the right place. This is Therapy Talk, the place where therapists discuss therapy. I'm your host, Rachel Landman. Join me each episode where I invite my colleagues in the field to come discuss the work. Thank you so much for um, talking to me this morning. That's great. I am excited to see this. Um, why don't we get started by having you talk a little bit about your educational and professional background? Um, my name is Karen. Um, I have done my four, my two years of master's in City College, and um, I've been a therapist for seven years, including my time as a intern. Okay, that's been uh, quite some time. It is. It has been. So it's funny because I sometimes reflect upon it and I always think about um, that I've been doing this for so long, but there's still things that I still don't know about, like all the things that we treat, you know, depression, anxiety. So it's it's just been it's actually been just a constant learning experience. Of course. I, yeah, absolutely. What do you do before Human Told? Before Human Told, I actually did all of my um, pre-licensed um, time in you know, clinics. I've done some private practice work. I've definitely done also some case management um, before I went to grad school. So I've done so many of just seeing different aspects of the mental health facilities. Okay, great. And um, who would you say you are today as a therapist? How would you describe that? I think that as a therapist, I tell all of my clients now that I, I honest, I honor authenticity more than anything. I can only be who I am and I can't be anything else. I always feel that, you know, I should be the real who I am and not every, who everyone thinks a therapist should be, you know, sitting, looking at you, but I love just being with the clients right where they are and and especially honoring you know some like how what they bring to me as a therapist it's so interesting as like I always tell them you know during consult calls during sessions like hey listen you know I might curse sometimes I might be you know a little more excitable but I just love if you are real with me as I will be real with you during sessions I love that um, it sounds like you have developed this really authentic part of yourself as a therapist. Yeah, yeah. And and this is something that I have definitely developed because once I got out of grad school and I did, you know, I pre-licensed hours, I, you know, I felt like I always had to be a different therapist. You know, you had to sit there, you had to like look at them, you know, obviously validate them. But there's just so much like almost pretending that I found that I it felt so much better when I was becoming just a more authentic part of myself where I'm just like loud. I laugh with them. Right. I sometimes, you know, can't say I like, you know, would give them advice, but like agree, disagree. At least you can just be yourself where you don't have to, you know, be what you see. Like, you know, when we went to, when we were in grad school, you know, those videos like, Hmm. Yeah. I understand that is, that is absolutely just feels so if. And so when I got to be, you know, during my time, you know, pre-license, it's just being a therapist to be like, yeah, no, I understand. That was a crazy day, wasn't it? And then it was. And so for them to be like, yeah, it was crazy. And it was just them 
for me to just talk about, you know, who we are as people and then, you know, how I can be of service to them in any way. Wow. It sounds like you have learned so much in your career. What have been some of the harder lessons for yourself the as a therapist? The hardest lessons is always to get out of the imposter syndrome. That is something that I will not lie to anyone, you know, listeners and, and you know, to my clients alike that sometimes you don't ever feel like a real therapist. And even though, like, again, you have the credentials to tell you that you are, you have like the time that you are, it sometimes just feels like, you know, you're not, it's not real, like you're still pretending, even though, like I said, I honor so much authenticity, but it feels all always like, am I am I really a therapist now? Like, should I be doing this? And all these questions come up. And that's just really the hardest part of my career. And like, learning to accept some of the more more difficult things of, of therapy, you know, um, for example, like, client terminations, or like client that stops coming out of nowhere, even clients that ghost you, right? Like, it's hard not to take that personally. And, and again, it has been such a struggle to be like, this is the nature of our job. But still in my head, it's like, oh, you know, nature of my job. But like, you you always feel so personal about it, even though, again, it has nothing to do with you. But it's just that, you know, knowing and understanding, like I tell everyone is so different. Yeah, I think a lot of clients would appreciate hearing that to kind of know that we as therapists also have feelings when things happen of course ultimately we don't take them personal because we understand that therapists sometimes uh, clients need to terminate and clients need to walk away from session or disappear for a few months and then come back and as if there's nothing that happened (laughs) um I I wonder what you make of people's controversy with this like when people say well you shouldn't put this on clients and let clients know that you struggle as well or clients shouldn't know that the therapists struggle what do you make of this kind of um, feedback I think that it is so false and I think that we all have to start moving away from just some of the things that you know we were even we were taught in school and I'm not this is not to say like to throw the whole book out right this is to also say that like hey, you know, we're people too. And I get that we always have to have a stance in it. And again, I've also heard people are just like, well, you know, that's why you have your own therapy, you have your own. It's like, but that still doesn't take away the fact that like, you know, we're two people in this room, you know, whether or not like you pay me or what not to see this to to like be here with you. It's still like, you know, you have feelings, you know, you don't like you, you have to acknowledge equally as I am giving you empathy and giving you that kind of like real like real time relationship I feel like sometimes we should be the same and this is not to this is definitely not to say that like every client should always consider us because I still have clients who you know are who tell me like they're not right for me and like they are almost skirting around the area of being like oh no you know it's not you it's me and it's like no no no, I understand if it's if there is something that you know is wrong with the relationship or something that you don't feel correct about the relationship you should always bring it up obviously you know let's be like let's let's be adults about this at the same time like acknowledge like just knowing for me just acknowledging like hey something is not working sure 
does it hurt my pride? Not going to lie about that. But at the same time, I also know that like, yeah, I can't be right for you. But as long as you're being honest with me, I think that this can at least be like a good end to the relationship. And I can at least go home knowing that like, hey, I wasn't right for this person. But they were honest with me to know that, right? Like whatever other little feelings, I can explore that somewhere else. But it's just here in this room, if you don't feel something is right, you need to tell me because I can't read your mind. And if you ghost me, it's like ghosting and dating, right? Like you, you feel like, oh, wow, like, um, what happened to this person? I thought we were doing great. And so it's just knowing to be like this, if, if nothing, we take nothing out of this podcast, like authenticity, right? Like to be like, hey, this isn't working for me. You know, like, I don't know if it was you. I don't know if it was me. I don't know what it is. You know, could we, if, if there's no problem solving to this, all right, so, you know, we'll go our separate ways and we'll continue on with our lives. You know, I'll find someone else or I'll help you find someone else, whichever one it is. So it sounds like you're really expecting your clients to be very honest in your sessions absolutely and, and what do you do with people who say well I don't owe you anything I don't want to tell you that I'm not comfortable with you but prefer to just kind of disappear isn't that my right yeah and and you know what like I will tell everyone, yeah, you know what, to be honest, it is your right to to choose whichever provider you want. It's your right to do all these things. Hey, you know what, listen, you can ghost me. What am I going to do? You know, I'm not going to like find you and like call you on your phone, even if I have it, like to be like, hey, you know, how did you, why did you do this? It's about like, it's not about owing. I think it's more about like learning that, you know, sometimes we will have uncomfortable conversations and really thinking about like, what makes me uncomfortable about this, you know, and, and if you haven't gone to that insight yet, I mean, that's, that's a work with you. And if it's not me or, or another therapist, it's just like, what, what is it that is really uncomfortable about this? Because you know what, like, it's, it's like friendships, or it's like dating, or it's like, you know, teachers, you don't like them, it's fine. You know, you don't, you're right, you don't owe them anything. And they're doing they're here for a job. At the same time, you're, you're, you know, you come here and, and, you know, everyone is, you know, that in therapy, you're supposed to like share with people, however little or much you share with me is your, is your business. At the same time, I'm also seeing like, if I don't know that much about you, and if you're like, Hey, I don't owe you anything, it's fine. You know, like I can do however I want to feel however I want. It's like, sure. I mean, then that would make me really question, like, what kind of relationships are you having with others too? You know, like, I guess in my but it's still, it's still of like, what have, what other relationships are you having with other people? Absolutely. I totally hear that. I think, um, as we know, it's kind of like a microcosm to macrocosm. The, the therapeutic space kind of allows you to explore and see what it's like in other relationships. And you get to push different kinds of buttons and, and do things differently than you do in your relationships because it's supposed to be a safer space to do that. Yeah. Um, what do you feel are some of the clients that are drawn to you and that you seem to work with very well? I feel that I seem to work with um, clients who sometimes are at come here with things that they know that they want to do and they're more um they're more about like hey this is something I want to work on whether I have a good week or a bad week I'm still seeing you and I'm still telling you like hey Karen I had a good week awesome I can celebrate that with you you had a really rough week well tell me about it right like but learning but 
those who want to be insightful, right? Even if you have nothing to work on, even if you're not anxious or depressed in your daily life, you just have something you want to work on, right? And like, I'm here as a facilitator to help you work on said goals, right? Even and I've had some clients who are like, hey, I'm really not like depressed or anxious. But like, you know, I really want to learn more about myself, right? Learning more about my identity, learning more about my, my just, um, who I am as a person, what makes me tick almost. And I'm like, great. Those are the ones that I've worked really well with. I also work really work well with um, people who do bring themselves, right? Who are loud, who are boisterous, who are like more, you know, they're, they're willing to, to accept it, you know, and, and like, don't have to force people in that corner, right? Cause I wouldn't force you in a corner. Like I really would not expect the same out of me. Um, which is why I think a lot of times, you know, console calls are really important right because this is my chance to come to you and be like this is where I am this is who I am you know if you like it awesome we can continue working together right if we're not then uh, you know like it's all right you know we, we we tried you I took the time you took the time and then here we are you know like splay out everything before we go into to a very uh, to a relationship any kind yeah and that seems to refer right back to this whole authenticity and honesty mm -hmm that it sounds like you're really um, trying to display in your sessions and in your consultation calls. Like, I'm going to tell you from the start who I am and what my expectations are. And either yeah. this works for you or it doesn't, which is totally okay. Um, and, and here's my expectation. I just need you to be honest and we can get through everything. Yeah, yeah. And and I think a lot of times, like, because um, I've had so many people who are this is their first time, they, they really get nervous. And, and like, those are the questions that I love the most during consult calls, like, how do you how what does one of your sessions look like? And I'm like, great, I can tell you what these sessions look like. And like, here's just something that I do for you, right? Like, I won't, you know, I don't utilize this, and but I utilize this. And sometimes like, again, they, they come with amazing questions, right? Some people come with amazing questions. Some people are just like, oh, yeah, I, I mean, I come here and like, I just want to explore myself. Great. Well, how do you do it? Oh, okay, well, this is how I kind of do it. This is how I kind of like dig through because, you know, here's my here are some of the theories that I've worked on. And this is some of the theories that I've, I've go off of. And like, here's how we can make session work for the whatever time that we are together, right? Whether it be a month, a year of, you know, three months or something like that. I really love that. I think that's a really beautiful way of being a therapist. Karen, do you have any last thoughts to share with us today? No, no, I, I think it's just that I feel that if if even, you know, for me, I feel that everyone should see therapy as a way to connect to other people, right? Not just about like connecting as like, you know, you pay me, but a more of like, connecting of more of like this is someone who can try to help you in their best way right like give them the credit um give them some some you know like give them something to work with and like you know it'll make this more useful for both of you you know you guys got time here you know together you know not only are you paying for this but like you're really trying to really want to connect with someone make good use of that however you would want to I love that Karen, thank you so much for your time today and taking time to chat with me. And I will speak to you soon. All right. Thank you.